This week on Media Delta, Mando. Remember when I said I'd rank you last? I lied. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Media Delta. Um, today, uh, I'm going to fully admit, um, there really isn't a game based on this and there we didn't play anything that really was based on this movie, except maybe not because I feel like this movie is more of an kind of an influence like an influential kind of thing because this movie feels like a video game movie um today we're even though there is a video game that is, that shares the name of this movie it is definitely not associated with uh this movie um we're talking about 1985's commando um a movie that was directed by mark l lester uh written by steven e d'souza which of uh, we have taken a look at a few of his films so far, uh, like Die Hard in the Street Fighter, a uh, live action Street Fighter movie. Uh, and uh, also starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is kind of the main thing about this movie. Uh, this is an Arnold ass Arnold movie. Uh, we'll discuss that later on. But uh, I am not the only one who watched this. Uh, please introduce yourselves in alphabetic order. Hi, I'm Risen. Um, I've seen this movie now a couple times, and I think uh, it's pretty good. I'm Torpotypus, and I'm here to be lied about, but be being killed last. Yes. Uh, so yes, um, basically this is a movie about Arnold is John Matrix, uh, who is an ex-soldier who name. is, it, it is a very, very good name, uh, <laughs> who is basically living out in the mountains with his daughter uh, and basically trying to live on their own. And then basically some, basically some, uh, mercenaries there was a mercenaries that's been hired by uh the ousted uh leader of was of val was valverde the kind of uh yeah, it's valverde valverde yeah. the country that steven de souza came up with as a stand-in for anything kind of south american it's shown up in a few things actually like a shown lot. up in a lot of things like a lot, a lot of, of his of... own work and then it's been used by other people kind of referencing his body of work all across the globe, too, because it's shown up in a couple of anime, if I remember correctly, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, basically, they uh, end up killing his crew and then actually attacking, trying to attack him, but they end up kidnapping his daughter. And basically, they're like, hey, if you don't uh, assassinate the current head of the country and reinstate uh, the guy that... Uh, um, Oh, what's that guy's name? The guy who's showed up in a as a like a sleazy extra in like a lot of eighty sitcoms. Dan Hedaya, um, as as Arius, as I had to look to make sure that I wasn't reading that name wrong. Um, yes, uh, basically, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or John Matrix does not want to do that, and basically ends up killing a whole bunch of dudes. And it's a very there's a lot of dudes had don't get killed um so yeah um i guess kind of before i just ramble on a little bit more uh might as well go to our normal questions uh so risen uh you said that you liked the movie but uh what's a little bit more elaboration on uh what your general impressions of this movie are um i think the biggest thing that i like about it is that it's very well paced and has a good build-up um as you follow john matrix as he you know, goes from more, like, stealthy, 
kind of takedown and tracking to more just flat out open warfare over the course of the film. Um, definitely a movie that I don't feel bored watching, and it kind of it flies by in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the actors have very good chemistry with each other. Like, I'm not going, oh, this is so corny or anything. Even the more ridiculous one-liners are still amusing in the right way. Yep. Yeah, because it is... It's like of that era of, like, there are quips in this movie. And it is... It is written in a way that they are incredibly corny, but also that also works really well mm-hmm. for the movie. Pure fucking schlock. Uh, this is not a very deep movie. It is an no. extremely fun movie, though. Um, this is not like some sort of like artisanal crafted this isn't thing. where you go for like a deep nuanced spot. This is where you go to see a dude shoot a bunch of other dudes and also stab them. Yes. Yeah. Also blow up an entire camp with just three claymores, which is look, there's a lot. Just that entire <laughs> fucking just, compound. Just don't worry about it. it. It's it's Arnold. He figured out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um so uh yeah. Um, I guess is like that how yeah. one point what? he rips the chair out of like rips the seat out of a car to sit in the car for some godforsaken reason. <laughs> like also like it's also the point where towards the end, uh he like invades this compound and ends up getting uh cornered in this shack that has a bunch of tools in it, uh finds some random saw blades and just throws it at a dude and cuts his like scalp off. Yeah. It's that level of movie. It kind of, yeah, like, in the same way that a lot of people remember, like, the later Rambos for the amount of, like, here's, like, a single, like, M60 machine gun, and it's just firing for several minutes on screen. Reload. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's really good. Like, that time that a dude goes to call his boss, and he just tears out the fucking phone booth and tosses it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's really good. Um and it helps that like yeah, as you were saying, the actors are all pretty good. Um and that like even like the even like the villains are also really good is kind of they they are enjoyable. Uh some of them you would probably not say they are good, uh, but that actually makes it great, if that makes sense. Um like kind of the main the last villain like kind of one of the main villains is mm. um interesting so to speak um who who for some reason wears chainmail uh, like just looks a, like a mesh top though yeah it just looks like a mesh top so this guy's just walking around in public in a fucking mesh top it mesh top over a t-shirt yeah, it's it's a thing. Um so ye, yeah. Uh is there anything else you'd want to bring up? Or any other things you would like to note about this movie? No, I think that's all the key. Okay. Um Torbo. 
God, the pacing of this movie is going back to... This movie just never fucking stops. The only time it's ever slow is during the very beginning when they're trying to establish that Arnold loves his daughter to bits. It's just having his mm-hmm. slow, idyllic mountain life. And after that, the second the fucking military comes to pick him up, it just starts and never fucking stops the whole damn yeah. way through. Yeah, it's... God... Literally, the first thing he does is fucking ride his truck, which had the engine block completely fucking removed, down a mm-hmm. mountain. It's yeah, because once once the kind of the bad guys kind of invade the house, it is just one constant action that just kind of doesn't stop. Well, there's a little bit like once they like try and tell him like, oh, here's what you're gonna do for us, or else your daughter's gonna die. You have that yeah, little but that's thing before they get invaded. Like mm-hmm. that was well, that was after. Oh yeah, 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 yeah it, that bit. Could... Yeah, and then he immediately fucking kills a man on the plane and drops out of the plane. It's it's a set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then after that point, it just keeps on going, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it is one continuously like descending action. Oh, it's just a fucking constant rising action up to the attack on the compound. It's beautiful. It's. It, and it, it's a good payoff for all that rising action. Yeah, it, it's like that last thing that is why I feel like it's somewhat appropriate to call this a video game movie because that is essentially Mercs. Yeah, no, is, a good way to call it a video game movie is because literally the last fight in the movie is a knife fight because Arnold goads this motherfucker into fighting with the knife because <laughs> he really wants to fuck him up. It, it, yeah. it's, it's great because like <laughs> it, it is like... It like that knife fight is probably why that uh was it Krauser from yeah, it's Krauser fight, yeah yeah it's like why that fight probably exists is because of this movie it's very um, possible yeah and and just God it is fascinating in that island thing because basically once Arnold just kind of invades and like does the ex- like does the initial explosion he is just shooting dudes constantly like it is. Like shock troopers, if you've ever played that, it's just you're just a dude and you're shooting everyone. He fires his fucking LMG for like five minutes straight. Yeah, it's just constant. Like he's firing so many bullets, he manages to like chop like the flowers off of a bush as he walks past it, gunning people down. And he's just like, like it's one point he has like this, like, like, like probably like this AK variant that's like light machine gun made and then just is gunning everyone down. Just there's like a scene where he's just randomly picking out the weapons that he has. Like he just pulls out a shotgun. Just people just go flying through that. And just like, then eventually just pulls out a deagle, which just basically blows people like away. And it's like, it's, it's dumb and it's great. It just, it never stops. Like, at one point, they raid a fucking... Oh, God, what is it? It's God, an army surplus, an store. army surplus store. Yeah. And he just opens find... up a secret panel at the back of the store and just starts looting it for all of these fucking automatic weapons, grenades, and, and a an fucking M202 rocket flash. launcher. Yeah, yeah the four-barreled rocket launcher that everyone is, like, vaguely familiar with. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> It's great. Like that thing is great because then uh, also, um, uh, sorry, I was, I had something up in the Wikipedia article that just threw me through like a thing we will talk about when we get to the characters. 
um who like yeah because uh they're ready to get the rocket launcher but then arnold gets caught by the police uh and then about like two minutes later uh there there is a part where this there's this uh a lady that basically arnold technically kidnaps kind of and yeah. basically makes her or like he becomes or she becomes her like his accomplice or like his partner uh and then she just randomly just pulls out the rocket launcher just blows out this police thing well not blows it up but like disables it like she blows good. out the undercarriage yeah, yeah. Before that is not uh that is not uh that she also manages to screw it up great like forgets what what part of the rocket launcher goes forward, which is also funny. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's just it the movie is non-fucking stop. Just non-stop. And like it's really quick how quickly she like goes from being like him kidnapping her to her going like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like this sounds. Ex- I can pilot a plane. I'm gonna join in. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. Once again, literally the first thing Arnold does when he meets her is threaten her and tear the seat out of her car to sit in it. Yeah. Um. This was just after she was hit on, uh, by a character by the name of uh Sully. Who oh fuck? Who is he played by again? Uh, I'm I blanking on him. It it is. Let's see. I just had it up. It's David Patrick Kelly, I think. Yeah, uh, David Patrick yes. Kelly. Who yep. is amazing at playing pure fucking sleaze. Yeah. Yes. No, he's made a good career playing sleaze. Uh, yeah. It's it's oh, it's just it's so good. It never stops. It never fucking mm-hmm. stops. So it's part of what works in its favor. Like, it doesn't need to be deep because it's just unrelenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, is there any other kind of impressions that you had for the movie? No, that, that covers a good chunk of it, yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, yeah, I, I, I love this movie so much. It is, it is one of my favorite movies just because it is, like, my taste in movies, like, the ones that I really, really like uh, come in two flavors. Uh, you have the very technical, complex movies uh, that I like, like, say, uh, like, maybe not complex, but like stuff like Heat and like 2001 Space Odyssey. Uh, and then you have just complete popcorn, like junk food garbage, uh, things like this movie and like Flash Gordon. Um, yeah, this is like the purest distillation of the 80s action movie. This is candy. This movie is candy. It's will yeah. your fucking teeth out of your skull. It's like the most perfectly Stephen E. DeSouza movie possible. Yes. It is extremely good. Um, and yeah, uh, just I just love how it just does not stop. There's just mm-hmm. things happen. Different things happen. Uh, Some violence it's, occurs. It's, it's like violence occurs in very different ways. It's great. Like there's like first off it's a uh, a car chase between uh Arnold and Sully and then Sully like then that gets resolved then they go to a hotel in which there it's uh Arnold and another oh, guy. Oh, I mean even before the car chase they have the whole scene in the mall. Oh yeah, yeah where he's getting chased by fucking mall cops. Yeah. Kicking the shit out of him. And he's like jumping like 
from like all the way to from like a balcony to an elevator and everything and once again tearing up the phone booth and tossing it mhm uh you know yeah it's God, just that hotel scene's also great cuz it's like just utterly ridiculous mhm like like it was it, they wall. literally break through a wall on a couple having sex who then yeah. break out. I was gonna say, was it because I was wondering, was it a couple having sex or was it were they filming it? They uh, were they filming were it. Filming it, yeah. Okay. I'm sure they were like like my theory is they're like amateur porn. Yeah, it's regardless, it's, it was a naked it, couple in bed. Yeah. It, and then just it, suddenly they go through a wall. Yeah, it, it's it's great. It's just that kind of, like, just nonstop. That and then, yeah. The best part is they're duking it out without mm-hmm. even noticing the couple in bed. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of just ignore them. Yeah, it's just set dressing. It's great. Um. Yeah, it's just I, I just like this movie. It's just really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, I think we should probably go a little bit more in depth about the particular characters about this, because I feel the characters make this movie. Um, what few there really are of like established characters, but yeah. they really shine because <laughs> they all they all are. They're not complex, but they are crystallized really well. Uh, so, Torpo, uh, how do you feel about the characters in this movie? Uh, they're fun. They're very one-dimensional. Like, oh my god, are they? But they're fun. Because, uh, like, you got Arnold, who is your, like, quintessential action hero. He loves his daughter. He loves America. He fucking tears through people like they're raw fucking meat. Just cuts through them like a knife through hot butter and guns them down like it's going out of style. Like He takes no shit, because, like... One of, like, the henchmen is like, you're gonna have to play along if you want to get your daughter back. And he's just like, no deal, and shoots him point blank with a shotgun. And then when they, once again, force him into the deal, and he's on the plane, literally the first thing he does is kill a man, and then dresses him up to look like he's sleeping. And says to the stewardess, don't wake my friend, he's dead tired. Yes. All he does is just make one-liners throughout the entire movie, and it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like he's just fucking soldier boy who good at kill, but goddamn, it's it's just beautiful in motion. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got beautiful comedic timing in addition to his murder skills. Yes, yeah, it's oh, it's so good. Uh, uh. And like the big villain it, it is just like a fucking wannabe dictator. Uh, they picked a fantastic actor to uh, do that because Dan Hedaya is basically has played that type. Uh, well, not not the um, like dictator type, but he has played sleazeball throughout his entire career, and he's really good at mm-hmm. it. It's really fucking good. Um, and it's 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 once again he doesn't get as much screen time as the other big villain, which is uh, Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> Bennett's. Gr- Bennett's just great. But, like, every time you see him on screen, he's just busy being a fucking awful person. He is just busy uh, being a huge chunk of ham. 
Uh, a lot of energy, and it's really good, yeah. A very Freddie Mercury-esque piece of ham wearing chain mail. Just, yeah. I mean, uh, Arius, uh, which is Dan Hedaya, just choose the fucking scenery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Sully, as we mentioned. Yeah. Dave Patrick uh, Kelly, who is just yeah, who, a massive shit. Pure mm-hmm. fucking sleaze. Literally the first thing he does is hit on a woman in like the most aggressively gross way possible. Yeah. Like the second he's on his own and he's just nothing mm-hmm. but garbage. Like one of the reasons that the um what is it, Cindy, which is played by uh, uh, Ray Chong, mm-hmm. uh is willing like kind of works with him at has to point is cause Sully was just a huge fucking creep to her. Oh yeah. It's it's he's nothing but garbage, and it's it makes it so fantastic because he he basically is a slippery son of a bitch who manages to get out of most of the situations uh, up until he can't. Yeah, uh, wherein both his car and fucking Arnold's car are totaled essentially. Uh, and Arnold has him grabbed, holding him over a cliff, and he fucking drops one of the best lines of the movie, which is. Remember when I said I would kill you last? I lied. It's really good. And then drops him. Drops it him is... off a sheer cliff. Um, Because, yeah, his car flips over is what happens. Because then after that, Arnold just, just picks it up and flips it back over again. Mm-hmm. And drives it off like nothing happened. Yeah. And drives it off. Um, You also have Bill Duke as cook, who is also really good. That's where the hotel, the person he's fighting the hotel, which is yep. just a really good fight. But there's not much. Yeah, it's very well choreographed. Uh, on top of that, Cook is really good because he's so the movie opens up not with Arnold being fantastic to his daughter. No, it opens up with Cook murdering a bunch of people in the most over the top ways possible, like posing mm-hmm. as a fucking garbage man and gunning a man down and blowing up a boat with a dude who just hopped on it. And it's just running over a guy with a car, running over a guy with a car. Like it's it's fucking magical and Cook is really good because he's just stoic the entire fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah. then uh, hmm? some other the other characters that I do feel like uh, we we, we need to cover Bennett though because we haven't yeah. talked about Bennett yet. He yeah, we need to talk about Bennett. Is yeah beautiful. Yeah. Uh, ben in, Bennett is played by uh, Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to look. Um, I think he was like an Australian television and yeah, yeah. Uh, Australian television. Too. Uh, voiced uh, in video games since he voiced uh, Samael uh, in Darksiders. Oh, Samael. In yeah. Darksiders too, Samael. Yeah. Yeah, he actually gets all. He still does a lot of work. Holy shit! So yeah, he's he... in Mankind Divided. Yep. Um. Like, I'm just looking as I am to be in just, like, how much stuff is in, like, pre-production or filming or post-production at the moment is ludicrous. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Looney Tunes back in action. Yep. Isn't that... Uh, regardless, uh, Bennett himself is just a bloodthirsty fucking monster who loves to kill and really wants to flay Arnold alive. He is a neck vein that has gained sentience. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
in all the time looking like he's about to go clubbing. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of like just brimming with energy and it's kind of surprising he doesn't just like explode at some point. Because he's just like he just seems so barely contained in terms of his performance. I, I'd imagine that he had a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Point. Like the director just being aggressively the Australian at everyone. Yeah. Despite being an American soldier in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Arnold, at least his character, they even mentioned that they got him out of Berlin. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I think something like that. I mean, he talks to his daughter. Was, it, was, Be- oh, Ber- um, was it Berlin or Beirut? It was Berlin. They, they got Berlin, him out of Germany. Yeah. Okay. Like he yeah. mentioned yeah, he talks listening about, um, to subversive music in Germany. Yeah, when rock and roll came to East Germany. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's... It's just Bennett is is just pure fucking like manic energy and it's beautiful. Like I wish he did more violence on screen, but when he actually does a violence, it's it's over the top and fun. Yeah, it's really good. And then the the end of the movie once again, where Arnold just goads him into a knife fight by constantly just picking at him, and he fucking loses his goddamn mind. And it's mm, so good. It's great. Uh, also, because uh, his death is one of the dumbest deaths, but also one of the greatest deaths, which also yeah. has a yeah. really good line associated with it. <laughs> it's great. He just gets impaled by a fucking steam pipe as it shoots out steam. As, as Arnold just grabs from the wall and chucked at him. Just yeah. chucks a pipe, penetrating, like going through the chain mail, through his body, through the chain mail on the other side, and then punching into a steam pipe so that there's then steam shooting out the pipe that is going through Bennett. It's also great because the chainmail never matters. No. <laughs> there is never a point where the chainmail is useful. Yeah, because he like cuts him in the knife fight. Yeah. He never fires a gun at him at any point. Because he runs out of ammo during their little duel. Mm-hmm. Which is why he has to goad him into the knife fight and he falls for it, hook, line, and sinker in the dumbest way possible. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um... The other, there is uh, two other characters I feel that we should mention. Uh, one that's actually kind of weird in a casting sense, uh, Jenny Matrix, which is the daughter, uh, played by Alyssa Milano, a very young Alyssa Milano. Yes. Yeah, it's like when we realized, when we learned who it was by looking up the IMDb, we were all fucking surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not her first movie, but it was actually her second. The first one is old enough, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, and once again, is just kind of the daughter. Like, uh, doesn't yeah. do much outside of just get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Much. Uh, and the other one we should talk about, yeah, it, is Cindy. Cindy, uh, Radon Chong, uh, who is pretty, uh, she's a pretty interesting actress, which I don't feel that she gets, um, I, she, she gets a lot of praise, but I don't think she's kind of as well known. Uh, namely that, uh, some interesting little uh, bits of trivia that she is actually the daughter of Tommy Chong of Chieftain Chong. Um, mm-hmm. She was in movies like uh, Quest for Fire. She was in this. Um, Beat Street. And Beat Street. And the thing that threw me off for a moment is her personal life uh, paragraph on Wikipedia. Um, Chong, oh, sorry, Chong, uh, Chong married... Owen Bayless, a stockbroker, they had a son named Morgan. They divorced in, 19, in 1982. 
1989, she married actor C. Thomas Howell, uh, her co-star in the film Soul Man. And then divorced a year later. Yeah. Yep. I forgot she was in that movie. Yeah, yeah, she fucking was. It's an awful fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, she Cindy's really great because originally she's kind of she kind of starts as like something you'd be like the standard like ho- like hostage or something or like the the kind of the co lady I guess in a movie where she's just kind of not able to do much. Uh, but then until she actually becomes actually pretty vital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, up she, until she kind of just disappears from the movie after flying the plane. Yeah, after um, after they are not needed, or basically she, after she's not needed anymore, uh, when Arnold starts raiding the complex. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, it's 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 real good. Also, when she starts flying the plane, complaining the entire time because she's not used to this plane or these instruments or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's one of those things, like, she starts off as, as sort of a hostage, but eventually starts taking part in the action and getting into it, uh, all while panicking the entire fucking time. Justifiably. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at one point, like, during the mall scene, she even uh, tells the mall cops about Arnold being a fucking weirdo, and they go after Arnold. Well, also, because Arnold's like, go after, go try and seduce... Um... The guy who is just hitting on you really creepily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of the main characters of this movie. Um, so is there anything else you want to kind of bring up about the characters? Mm, no, that's mostly it for me. Rosie, do you yeah. have anything else to add? No, I think that's it. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the one character that I feel that we should could probably give a little bit more time to uh is you know the main character which is john matrix aka arnold um Um, so prison arnold i'll ask both of you so how do you feel about the general arnoldness of this movie Uh, it's extremely arnold i think i was introduced to austrian death machine with um let off some steam bennett so like and the fact that that sticks in my mind most about that band's like tracks is probably a good reference to how Arnold this Arnold movie is. Um, yeah, it's aggressively Arnold. That's not quite Arnold enough cuz this is before he just basically always was munching on cigars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was this was actually cuz I'm wondering actually how far into like his career like what had he done at this point? I think this might actually be one of his first like big roles. Uh, let me check that. Um, that's his bodybuilding career. Oh, you figured that they'd have is just thing. Let me go to IMDb. No, this is post Conan and the Terminator, but that's about it. So yeah, yeah. it was like really early. Um, th- I think this might actually be his first like really one-linery movie. Um, because yeah, yeah I mean, he, had... he references Terminator at one point, but other than that. Well, I was going to say, dude, I think, because I think, I don't know if I'll Be Back was from the original Terminator. I thought that was more. Was it? Like, no, I, that was the sequel. Yeah. It was the sequel, which means that that was a callback to this. Oh, my God. Um, That's a yeah, weird thing in hindsight. Yeah. 
Uh, Because, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, this was pre-Predator. This was pre-The Running Man. This, yeah, this was kind of the, this was kind of the uh, starter of that whole kind of thing. Because Conan wasn't really talkative. And the Terminator, like, he definitely wasn't, like, spouting one-liners in Terminator. Oh, fuck, man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this was his first, like, kind of playing that character. Once again, I love how many action movies about these like super gung ho American soldiers just have random dudes from all over the fucking world with accents. Yeah, yeah. But well, uh, I was gonna say because yeah, like his most his more his main rival Stallone, but he he I mean he is American, but his due to a I mean there's also <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, that's right. There's also mm-hmm. Jean Claude Van Damme. But it's Steven Seagal American. Mm. Steven Seagal's a completely different beast. Yeah, but uh, but regardless, yeah, yeah. it's uh, mm-hmm. it's some real fucking Arnold garbage, and it's magical. But it's like, it's weird thinking that it's like an establishing thing for peak Arnold garbage. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it yeah, it, it it's really weird to think about that. Um, yeah. Uh, that's really all I can add. Does anyone else have any, uh, general opinion on the Arnoldness of this movie? No, it's real fucking Arnold, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before we go, uh, favorite, favorite kill slash quip, uh, Star Frozen. Mm, Just because I like how much of a sleazeball that Patrick Kelly is, I'm going to say when he kills Sully. It yep, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. It's really fucking good. Um Torpo, what about you? I forget the exact quote, but when he kills Bennett is the other like really fucking good one. Hey Bennett, blow I think it's hey Bennett, blow off or why don't you blow off some steam or something like that? Yes, mm-hmm. it's just so fucking steam. awful and it's terrible and it really just cuts through any tension they tried to build with that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I I personally appreciate the uh, Sully death as well. Mm-hmm. It's also great because as soon like as he as he falls, it's just he screams and then nothing. Yeah, it cuts I off mean, so sharply. It's such a good line that I've seen a fucking anime reference it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think we've kind of talked. We we've covered as much of Commando as I feel that we're gonna cover. Uh. So. Uh, we are going to rank this using our normal one to twenty-one scale, um, with one being absolute mastercraft. Uh, really can't be improved in really any foreseeable way. And twenty-one, which is complete garbage that's not even fun, ironically, to watch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, risen, uh, what would you give this? Like, what scale are we using? So basically, like just a uh, like. Uh, here I'll uh, give you like, like uh, Die Hard is number one. Die Hard is number one. Okay. Ooh, that's some stiff competition. Um, Die Hard and Redline are number one. Aliens uh, is at a two. I would tie it with uh, Aliens. Yeah, so at two. On- honestly, yeah. I'd say same. I'd put it at two because it. it... <sighs> so it doesn't quite get me as pumped as Redline. It's not that fucking. It's good, but it's not that level of like high octane insanity. 
yeah. but also it's like not as thought out as Die Hard ends up being. Like yeah. uh, Die Hard is weirdly complex in a yeah. way that is hard to describe for what is essentially an over-the-top action movie. Mm-hmm. And it lacks that sort of weird depth that Die Hard has, but also isn't doesn't quite have the sort of, I guess, artistry and insanity that Redline has. Mm-hmm. Just oozing style like that and energy. But it's still really fucking good, which is why I would personally, yeah, also put it at a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I had, for me, uh, I was going to give this either one or two. Uh, so I think two is perfectly fine for this movie. Yeah. Let's see. Two, Commando. It's going to be episode 43, I think. Uh, this came out in 1985. Uh, director was, I just had it up. Director is Mark Leiter. Uh, this originally did come out in theaters. Uh, this is an action movie. Oh boy, howdy. Is it a fucking uh, movie? Tone. Should we go with cool or angry? Fucking cool as hell. It's cool, yeah. It tries so hard to be cool. And it succeeds. Damn right. Let's see. There it is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, is there anything we want to call out in music, charm, uh, cinematography, uh, storytelling, action, or art? So I'd say actually music. The music is, uh, we didn't talk about, the music is actually really interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, lot of steel drums. Lot of steel drums. A lot of steel saxophone. drums. And steel a drums and saxophone all over the place, which is not something you normally see, especially for like an action movie, but mm-hmm. it works really well. Oh, excuse me. Mark L. Lester is the oh. director. Yeah, who's the composer? Oh, uh, let me check. Uh, composer. It is James Horner. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can figure out what else he's done. Um, do, 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 do. Crawl. <laughs> um, Star Trek Three. Uh, Cocoon. Aliens. <laughs> Um, that makes sense american tale willow red heat which is also another arnold there's an Uh, important one you're gonna hit at the 90s though land Land before time um in the 90s let's see another 40 pretty sure there's an important one in the 90s the rocketeer american tale five goes west um let's see hocus pocus um we're back at dinosaur scale (laughs) Um, clear and present danger. The page master. I thought about we're back in so long. Uh, Jumanji, Balto. So 97. yeah, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Um, oh yeah, right. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, uh, he worked as a conductor and music producer. Like a lot of these, uh, he works as a conductor. Uh, 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 you, you mean uh, the, the thing that I should be looking at is uh, nineteen ninety-nine's bicentennial man. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Or Mighty Joe Young or Deep, Deep Impact. Impact. Yes. I forgot. The dude gets a lot of work, but it's uh, not that many as like an actual composer. Oh, yeah. Also, I have a talk. Yeah. James Cameron likes them. Like, um, a lot of his work is mostly as a conductor, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I can't believe that that Karate Kid remake was 10 years ago. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, yeah, no, he he does he does so much shit. Oh my god. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Paul I can definitely. I, I can. Yeah, I can definitely give this a thumbs up for music. Uh, if also thumbs up for charm. Excuse me. No, mm-hmm. I was wrong. He has a fuckload of soundtrack credits too. That must just for like an episode or two. But like, he he's 164 composer credits. Mm-hmm. Dude's gotten work. Dude does fucking work. He did We're Back a Dinosaur Story. Yes. Yeah. When are we going to do that? Uh, there's yeah, a game based on that. We could totally do that. Fucking awful. They're all terrible. There's multiple ones for like different platforms. Uh, otherwise, I would. Uh, the action, I would also give a thumbs up. Yeah, that action also, yes. Yeah, the otherwise, action. Otherwise, really I, I would. Yeah, because yeah, because it looks it looks normal. The storytelling is it's not bad, but it's also not like it's barely there. Groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. And the cinematography is good, but it's not it's, groundbreaking. It's yeah. Um, for yay or nay, uh, I am going to say just simply fun, and also yeah. maybe uh, just plain cool. Just plain cool. Just plain cool. Um. For Nay, I really can't think of anything. No, it's just fun. It's just a good yeah. Movie. Like we've been watching a lot of like really long films, so I was actually kind of surprised when this was only an hour and a half or so. God, it just doesn't feel like an hour and a half though. It flies no, it flies by. Yeah, it it's really good like that. Um. So yeah, I think we should be good on Commando then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, uh, before we head out, uh, Risen, is there anything you want to plug? Um, no. All right. Torpo. Uh, twitch.tv slash torpotypus and at torpotypus on Twitter. Uh, and I would like to plug the massive hole in my estate left by these three claymores. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you can call that a hole at that point. It's just gone. It's a fucking crater. All of uh, cratered by three claymores. Yes. Um, so next week we are heading to uncharted waters, I guess, because it's something that I've never seen before. Uh, if I remember, if, if my uh, thing is correct, yes. Uh, we're going to start taking a look at the cartoon, the Pirates of Dark Water, which is a Hanna-Barbera joint, which I know very little about. Same. But we have played recommended it? Was it Bear? Uh, no, that's just something that it is. It, it's a cult classic. It's the people who've seen okay. it seem to like it. Uh, but also, that is a death knell in terms of cartoon, because you could also say that about any Sonic cartoon. Look, mm-hmm. let me tell you about how much I love the Thundercats anime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be next week. So uh, until then, uh, thank you all for listening. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ltp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodopuzzlo at 7.30pm on Fridays, 2.30pm on Saturdays, and 1pm on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.